Looking to take you and your real estate business to the next level? You're in the right place. Laying foundations for real estate success? This is the No Fluff, No BS podcast about real estate for real estate agents and other industry professionals looking to up their game. Unfiltered short form sales meetings, interviews with agents from every walk of life, and ramble sessions about everything real estate. Welcome to a new mindset. You are listening to Reraw. And now, introducing your host, James Hoff. Well, good morning, good morning. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back from a fantastic weekend. I hope your weekend was at least as good as mine. At least as good as mine. My weekend was filled with soccer games and soccer practice and soccer parties and soccer everything on Saturday morning. And we followed that up with home showings and scheduled appointments to do, uh, you know, showings on listings that I've got, take buyers out. And then Sunday was filled with a little bit of extra time with the family, a little unexpected extra time with the family, but I love it. I absolutely love it. We had a chance to go to the aquarium with the kiddos and it was phenomenal. So hope your weekend was just as good as mine at the very, very least. And I hope you found some time, not only for business, but for the very, very important time that you can spend recharging your batteries. We work hard, we work a lot, and it's really, really important that you remember you've got to take a little time for yourself and avoid that burnout mode. Today's topic that we have in our sales meeting is all about what would happen if all the technology that we leverage, if all the systems that we have in place from a digital perspective fell apart, would your business fall apart with it? And we're gonna get to that in just a second. But first, you know what we do every week right now at this time, which is what? You guessed it. How did the last week go? Give yourself a score. What worked well for you? What didn't work? Throw out the bad, double down, triple down, quadruple down on the good, and let's run fast into this week. Remember, we are in February now. We are already working for February of 2019. We've got to be three to six months down the road. Some people are prepping to figure out, you know, two weeks from now or, or Christmas vacation or New Year's and how they're going to handle that. We are way ahead of that. It is not time to be planning for, for Thanksgiving and Christmas. It is time to be planning for February. We are at Valentine's Day almost, people. It is time to be looking that far into the future because what you do today impacts you then. So be clear on what actions are working. Get rid of the stuff that's not and then, uh, and, and then just drive, drive forward drive forward with clarity on the actions that need to continue happening at a higher level of intensity with more focus, with greater effort, better strategy, more efficiency, and keep playing that game because that's what's going to serve your business. It's going to serve you. It's going to keep you from getting exhausted. All right? So let's do that. Folks, we officially started the Reraw 100 group. I'm very proud that we've got uh, some people in there that are just that are that are on this run with me and I I very much value them for being there. I just want to say a public shout out to them on the podcast. Uh, the Reraw 100 is an exclusive group of agents, no more than 100. Uh, that are in a group accountability mastermind, uh, you know, group group coaching and goal setting and training and engineering. And uh, it's been a real pleasure so far. We're not even a week into the program yet, and I'm already loving the engagement and interaction. If you're curious more about the group, you can find out about it at reraw.com forward slash 100, just the number 100. All right, let's jump into today's topic. It is an important one. The question is this. 
if the technology you leverage and the systems that you have in place for your business fail today, would your business fail with it? Would you survive? Would you survive? Let's think about that for a minute. You know, there's so many different ways that we can play strategy when it comes to technology. Some of it we use for ease. Uh, we use to create more efficiency. We use to give us back time uh, to open up our schedules. We use that automation to to touch leads and contacts and, and help us nurture when we're doing other things. Other technology we use for actual lead generation. We use for actual, uh, you know, we use for actual dollar signs into the bank account, right? And we have to be really, really clear on what systems we have. And as we come off of our goal setting over the last few weeks for what's going to happen in 2019, it's incredibly, incredibly important that we also evaluate the systems that we have in place. We evaluate the technology that we're leveraging. We're clear on what that technology produces for us. And we are very, very clear on whether or not there's a glitch in those systems could our business still survive? Are you paying for technology just to have access to it if you decide to use it? Or are you paying for technology that you actually use? You know, I hear so often, and we're going to use the whiteboard here in a minute. For those of you watching on YouTube, if you're if you're on the podcast, don't worry. I'm going to talk you through everything. Um, but for you watching on YouTube, we are going to hop into this whiteboard. I'm not just standing in front of this ugly little uh, thing for no reason. But a lot of times we fall into this um, we fall into this state of feeling like we've got to have technology because it gives us access to something if and when we ever need it, but we don't actually use it. And that's a really, really dangerous place to be. So the question that I have for you is, are you using the technology that you're paying for or are you just donating your money for no reason at all? If you're not going to use it, then there has to be a better way and a better place that you can put your money and your energy. One of the biggest places that we do this is we say, hey, uh, I'm a, I got to get a website. And what's really cool is this particular development company is not only going to build me a website, but they're going to give me blogging content and material that I can use uh, and that they'll, they'll just post it to the site for me. But it's the same blogging content content material that everybody else has, right? So if you've got access to this great blog and, and this great website and you can rank in Google and all the other wonderful things that you can do with uh, putting organic and original content onto your page, if you're not leveraging the technology adequately and you're using all the crutches that they provide, you may just be making a donation into their system from a financial perspective because you're not capitalizing on the true potential of the technology you're paying for. But let's take this to another level for a minute. Let's let's up the game. Let's look at the types of technology that we use. There's most of the technology that we have, and I'm gonna walk around a little bit with the microphone here, um, but most of the technology that we have is gonna serve us in one of two ways, okay? It's either gonna help us generate leads, okay? So it's gonna help us generate leads or money, right? It's lead generation type or money making uh, category, right? That, that technology is extremely important to us. And then, so we've got leads. And then on the other side, we've got ease, right? We've got ease. So we have one side that, that helps us with leads and one side that helps us with ease, or maybe a better way to look at it would be time saving, right? So we have time saving technology, and then we have lead generating technology or nurturing technology. So what I want you to start off by doing today is I want you to take a look at the technology and the, like any digital system, any anything that you pay for as a service, I want you to categorize it, put it into one of these two columns, one of these two categories. Is it is it lead generating or is it money making or is it 
Is it ease? Is it ease? Is it convenient? Is it efficient? Is it time saving? And put everything that you have in those categories. So let me let me give a couple examples to provide some clarity on that for those who might be wondering. Uh, like like for example, do you do you buy leads offline? Right? Do you do uh, do you do Zillow? Um, do you do Facebook advertising for lead generation? Uh, do you pay for ads on Instagram? Um, let's talk about, let's see, do you, do you do canceled or expireds? Do you pay for those? Okay. Do you pay for canceled or expired? Uh, do you pay for a website and do you pay for somebody else to optimize that for you? Do you have an auto dialer like a mojo? Uh, do you have, do you have a, what else could, could fall under the lead generation side? Do you door knock? Do you, let me spell that out right. Do you do mailers? Okay. Do you do EDDM like every door direct, uh, or do you do just direct mail? Okay, so those are some examples of what might go into the lead generation side, the money-making side. Uh, I pay for leads. I generate leads here. Uh, I've got my dialer. I've got my, um, you know, whatever. I've got all these things in place, right? Do you, on the ease and the time-saving side, do you have a virtual assistant? Uh, do, you have a, do you have a chat bot, like an autoresponder? Like an autoresponder when you're away? Uh, when you're away from Facebook, you're away from technology, when you get a lead that comes in? Um, what do you have on that? Do you have an autoresponder? Do you use a CRM? In that CRM, do you have automation like uh, drip campaigns? So all of these things go into the time-saving side. All of these things go into uh, creating ease and efficiency in your life. Do you use a transaction coordinator? So we'll call it a we'll call it a TC as as it's commonly referred to. Do you uh, do you have? Uh, I'll put I'll even put lead gen over here because sometimes we have automated lead generation that we pay for. So even though that that could actually fall on both sides, but do you do you pay others to generate leads for you to save time? Do you pay somebody else to do social media posting? You know, think about everything that you do. What what systems do you have in place? Uh, and some systems you have in place may not be uh, all that technical. Maybe uh, maybe on the lead generation side, you do events, you host events, you you know things of that nature, right? But here's what I want you to do. I want you to look at these two categories. I want you to look at both sides of the equation here, and I want you to figure something out. If all of a sudden, if all of a sudden technology failed and Zillow fell apart, and Facebook's algorithm changed, and Instagram wasn't working properly, and you couldn't buy those canceled or expireds anymore because, because Mojo went down, and you couldn't, you couldn't have an auto-dialer, what are you left with? Your website fails. The, internet, you know, the, the internet's going down, and, and your website just failed. What do you have access to? Okay, If you have systems that help save you time, if your virtual assistant quits, if the chatbot goes haywire because Facebook's algorithm changes, if your CRM stops working because they went out of business, okay? Do you use a transaction coordinator? Do you have, you know, are you paying for leads? It, it, where are you getting the leads from? Is somebody else posting your, on your social media? I want you to start crossing off the stuff that if there was a problem on the internet, are you so leveraged online? Are you so leveraged on technology that if something failed online, you would have a big, big problem. See, there's nothing wrong with leveraging technology to save you time, to make your life easier. In fact, if you're not doing it, you're crazy. 
The question is, do you know how to already do manually what the technology is making easier for you? It wasn't too long ago, a couple weeks, maybe a few weeks ago, there was a problem with, with YouTube. And I won't go into the significant details of it, but there was a pretty significant problem with YouTube. And globally, I want to say it was like two thirds of the world for a very short period of time. But what felt like an eternity in the digital age, YouTube was down. You couldn't search, you couldn't watch, you couldn't do anything on YouTube. If that's how you make your money and all your eggs are in that basket, you've got a big problem, right? So if the only way that you get leads is off of Zillow or off of Facebook ads or uh, off of your website, if the only way that you call on leads is, is by using an auto dialer, if the only way that you follow up with people is by sticking them in your CRM and then putting them on a drip campaign, you may have all your eggs in one basket and if technology fails, then you wind up with a pretty significant issue. So what I want you to think about today is if, if Facebook's algorithm changed, just as an example, if Facebook's algorithm changed, could you still generate leads? If Zillow's entire company philosophy and the way that they went about lead generation and the quality of the leads went garbage and some of you may think they already are it just that's up to you to decide but if something you've been paying for that's been successful for you all of a sudden changed and it's no longer working do you still know how to generate that lead do you still know how to get in front of people without instagram do you still know how to extract do you still know how to extract information about canceled or expireds or fisbos do you still know how to use your thumbs to dial the phone? I want you to think about the system that you're leveraging. Guys, we're in an automated world right now. In an automated world, and we've talked about this on a previous episode in a, from a different perspective, is you have to be careful that you are not automating yourself out of business. It's a, a business that requires human touch. People are starving in an automated and robotic world for a sense of humanity, and it's your job, your responsibility to bring that back to them. But the other thing that you really have to think about is if the system fails, are you prepared to still take on what the system is no longer able to provide? Right? I've, I've said this before, but you know, it's like teach a, give a man a fish, feed him for a day, teach a man to fish, and feed him for a lifetime. Do you know how to fish? Do you have all the equipment? Because it's okay if you said, hey, uh, hey, company, hey, uh, hey, fisherman, could you please take all of my tackle out and catch fish for me and I'll pay you to do it. But if that boat sinks, do you have another rod and reel? Do you know how to bait that hook? Do you know how to tie the knot? Do you know how to fight the fish and reel it in? So that's what today's message is all about. And I'm not going to harp on it for too long. It's it, this Today is more about getting your brain to think. I want you to change your perspective and, and consider what you're thinking about and the angle that you're approaching your business with. Are you vulnerable if something happens and goes down? Like think about let me give you one more thing to chew on. Think about some of the systems we have access to, the power that we have, uh, the power of the systems that we have access to. Some of them are free. Uh, some of them are, oh, my little boy's out there. Uh, he's peeking through the window, a little surprise visit. Um, so some of the systems that we have access to and that we leverage are free. Like think about Facebook and social media and the things that we can use that are free. 
But if your business is, is hedging on that working successfully and productively all the time without question, and all of a sudden that algorithm changes and you don't have uh, complete control of that, you don't have, you're not the creator of that algorithm, right? And it changes all of a sudden you become vulnerable. So how do you stay connected with people aside from all of these automated and technological systems? You should leverage all of them. But if you look over here in your lead generation column and you look in that money-making uh, category that we've put things in like the Zillow and the Facebook and the Instagram and canceled expireds or your websites or whatever, and, and you realize, hey, look what's left. Door knocking isn't digital, Right. Mailers don't, I mean, I'm sure that the USPS or whoever you use to do your mailers, I'm sure they're, they're leveraging some technology, but overall, like it doesn't take, it doesn't take technology for you to drive a car over to somebody's house. Not in that way for you to drive over to somebody's house and, uh, and, and drop something on their doorstep. Right? So you look at the column of, of lead generation of money-making, uh, stuff that you're leveraging and figure out is am I vulnerable over here if everything you have is digitally based and technologically uh, surrounded then you may be vulnerable and you need to think of ways that add human touch personal dynamic back into the equation and and get you face to face you need to understand that if Zillow or Facebook or Instagram or the dialers or the websites or whatever can't generate you leads for whatever crazy reason if for some reason those disappear, how would you go about generating leads? And I bet you, and I'm gonna end it on this, but I bet you, if you start thinking about this, how could I generate leads like these companies generate leads? How can you challenge your brain to alter the perspective about how you go about lead generation? And I bet you, if you challenge yourself even a little bit to try and come at your business from a different perspective, I'm not saying get rid of it. If you like Facebook and you do tons of advertising on social media, I do as well. There's nothing wrong with that. Keep leveraging it, but know if it disappears, how you would replace that or how you would go about things differently and and use that as an opportunity for you to challenge uh, a growth uh, a chance in your business, a, a chance to plant a new seed and grow differently, to alter your perspective and, and use your brain in a way that maybe you haven't before and start adding stuff into your business that, that doesn't exist. Is your, is your follow-up so automated that if it disappeared, and, and your, your drip campaigns, everything is so automated that if it disappeared, you wouldn't know how to talk to somebody. You wouldn't know how to reach out to them. You wouldn't know what to say because they're all just on somebody else's system. If you can be the system and leverage other systems to make you efficient, but not to fully replace you, then you have the power, right? You have power in authority if you know how to replace the systems you leverage. Use the system for convenience and for money savings overall or for time savings overall, but don't leverage them so much that if they all disappeared, you would be screwed. Remember something? Real agents work. You need to be one of them. Thanks for being here. Have the best week ever.